0: Welcome to the Spinfoil Theory Podcast! Each week we sit down and discuss our favorite lore topics from within the Destiny universe. Specifically, we intend to take a close look at a specific question that has been nagging us and potentially the Destiny community as a whole. To fulfill that, our discussions tend to assume that you already have some background in the Destiny lore. Despite that, our goal is to be as lighthearted and welcoming to everyone as possible. With that out of the way, let's dive into this week's topic.
1: Hi everyone, can you hear me? This is a uh, Taylor B of the Spinfoil Theory
0: Pod.
2: Now we wait for the inevitable delay.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see if uh... Yep. All uh, right.
2: oh. Yeah, read you loud and clear? Thanks, Trans. All right. All right.
1: Good, gooby, gooby. I'm going to uh, start I'm going to start us off with some battlegrounds. I think that'll be nice and uh, sort of mindless for us while we while we check it. Welcome to the Spinfoil Theory Podcast. Uh, no, we cannot hear you. I really like that because you, if you couldn't hear me, you wouldn't answer. I really no. I like I like the cheekiness. Um, welcome, welcome to this special episode of the Spin Foil Theory Podcast. I am your host Taylor B. And this here's the Bagels. Howdy. How do? You? All right, and we're having a very special uh, cast today. This this recording will actually be our first live stream recording. So you know, I hope I don't curse too much. <laughs> for for your pod for your for your stream here um with our very special guest kaz who is actually streaming this live so if you follow us on twitter um you know you may have you may have seen the tweet that we retweeted and uh, you're joining us here so yeah welcome this is exciting how are you doing kaz hi. good hi everyone how are you doing yeah all right hey. so this week this week we have a very fun little rabbit hole that we're going to jump down, and this is for what we sort of uh, expectations, inklings, and, and other little musings we might have about Beyond Lightfall, which is coming up. Um, I'm I'm pretty excited about this. I think I think there's a lot that's going to um, come along with the culmination of the end of the Light versus Dark saga as mm-hmm. they sort of alluded to in uh, in the TWAB. So I'm, I'm really excited for that. How about you guys?
0: I, yeah, uh, Yeah, absolutely. That's the least of it. Uh, as I figure out how to open my Sparrow up. <laughs> you, it's not too
1: different. It's not too different. The buttons are in the same place as Bagels, yeah. I swear. You, you play okay. PlayStation.
0: <laughs> I know. It's just a little bit of a... You pick up the controller you're like, oh, this is how I did this the first time. Sort of. <laughs> but you see
2: on the Xbox, the buttons are shaped like X's, and on PlayStations, they're
1: shaped like little, I don't know, P- PS's? Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: I like how it's X is the, is the one button that like no one can really copyright in that order. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just. The Although what album. you'll
2: do is uh, you'll just switch over to... Uh, uh, you'll just switch over to the switch, and then what they've done is they flipped the control scheme upside down and rotated it 90 degrees. I love it. Yeah, it, love it literally it. it confuses everyone who switches back and forth, and it's it's <laughs> funny to hear them complain <laughs> about one platform and the other. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited about this this Beyond Lightfall. I mean, first off, just the fact that we. When they started talking, I was waiting for the "and the game will be over" and you'll have to find something else to do with your lives. It's been a good run, uh, you know. We're or, or moving into some other Destiny uh, property that isn't Destiny at all. It's cool, it's fun, but you won't like it. So you know, like you know, like I don't know, moving into a different genre of game or moving into a different thing. Uh, but now they've confirmed like there's after Lightfall, whatever that expansion is, that has to. Uh, you know, that they have to, they have to use to close up, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, yeah, something after that, even after, after. So no, I'm, I'm just excited for more. Uh, And I'm glad that they do seem to be doubling down and not,
0: uh, I don't know. getting rid of the the franchise that we all enjoy so much, basically. Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah, That's my exact thought thought process as well. I'm just grateful that they're continuing, continuing on and and picking up what, uh what we've been picking up for the past however long at this point <laughs> seven years essentially oh yeah
1: <laughs> no the 10-year plan was suddenly becoming too low of a plan if they could <laughs> if they could please expand their plan i would be very happy <laughs> with all the goings on there. yeah um,
2: and i mean like like you know you get the memes all the time about how dead destiny is but obviously just population wise it's very much alive but there's a uh, there's a lot going on here, and the community is so strong that mm-hmm. uh, you know it would. I mean, Hollywood is constantly spinning up uh, the same property for a billion years, even when it's really run its course. And this property definitely seems like it's got more life in it. So, if they had decided to go in a different direction, I would be very confused. I would just be like, "Okay, you are very assured that your, you know, whatever next property is uh, is going to." They really sell, I guess, <laughs> yeah
1: uh, i mean i I'd have to respect that level of confidence, even if I don't agree with it, yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> for sure, um, yeah, exactly,
1: it's kind of an artistic
2: choice, like oh okay, uh, better better to end it before the what season <laughs> season fifteen or whatever, you right.
1: Know? <laughs> uh, but but I really I really I really do like what, what they've done and the idea that we're going to have a culmination of the light vs. Dark Saga is really exciting because then we might find ourselves in a new space and I mean you know for what it's worth uh, going back into the lore, you you never get a reason for the game in those original yeah. uh, you know uh, gardener <laughs> and, and Winterware. you never get a reason why they're playing. you just know that they're playing. That's the start of the story.
0: Yeah. I have to imagine it'd be pretty boring if you didn't have a game to play for all eternity as two essentially immortal beings like that. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's true. I mean, what if they're supposed to be like the, the the primordial beings of existence? Then what is compelling them to play this game? I mean, boredom is probably the probably the way because it's a generally a strong factor when you consider some kind of immortal uh, god or whatever. But yeah, like, is there an outside force? that's directing them is it inevitability i mean those are you know great questions we'll probably uh, maybe never answer except here on spinfoil
0: we answer the questions you didn't think that it makes you wonder if there's not like a another force like uh, another like being that's even more powerful than they are like we is it like uh,
1: Medichlorians? Uh, I'm on the same page.
0: <laughs> we keep just diving down the rabbit hole, and eventually we find find that it just keeps going and going and going and infinite. Yeah, it's uh, uh, it's kind of ridiculous to to even think that far uh, far ahead because we've had no real hints to that so far. But at the same time, you can't help but think if they close out the light versus dark concept what is there left for an antagonist at that point? Uh, Is it just a war between the the Guardians? Or is it... What what does it end up being?
2: (laughs) I mean, that's the thing. When thinking about this topic, uh, I really feel like you could go... I really feel like you could go in one of two big directions. Uh, One is... uh, Yeah, you go bigger. There's something even more. I, I don't know what that would be, but... You know, you there, you find out it's that, that often happens in writing where it's like, ah, uh, that, that complete thing that you think is the entirety of existence. That's only the beginning, you know, mm-hmm. and movie deal and book series. And, but uh, the other way I could be to go small. Um, and if they did this, I would be shocked to be honest, but there's a lot of loose ends regarding the city and humanity mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. people. And, uh, as much as I love Destiny, it, it, its last city has been kind of a place I've waved at a lot, but never actually been. So,
0: yeah, and, yeah. and it's been hugely popular whenever the, we've had anything just relating to the city, just like background information. And I think what they're doing with like the expanded universe, what Luke Smith is trans- transitioning over to lead, apparently, mm-hmm. um, that seems to be kind of the feeling I get out of that. Like they're going to be focusing on a lot of the the smaller smaller aspects of the game world and just the universe in general um, via that um, correct me if I if you, if you feel I, otherwise of course I mean
2: yeah that sounds uh, that does sound like okay. what they're going to do, and it does sound like that would be the logical next step. Uh, they have a, a literal universe that they can play in, so don't you don't need to follow the game too closely. in fact, you probably shouldn't right. Hmm.
1: I, well, it, it it makes me it certainly makes me wonder uh, if if they go if they go with this like next big thing like that would be interesting because you know there is the question of like who came up with the rules of this game did they do it when they were bored like like what have you that we've uh, kind of gone over but I also kind of wonder if maybe it becomes extra dimensional I feel like that's sort of uh, some seeds that uh, they've been laying with the nine and a few other concepts uh, you know pretty pretty handily just kind of like having them in the background with no real consequence just kind of feeling us out. Uh, so if, if we're doing something beyond night uh, beyond lightfall, I think I think there's a strong chance it could have to do with people who don't even come from the in-game universe.
2: So do you think that that they will come to us, or we will go to them?
1: Well, I think they've been trying to come to us this whole time, but I wouldn't be surprised if we go to them. I mean, uh, mm. they obviously, you know, if if they don't have too many type like too much reach within our universe it really kind of you know says something to me that like well they have to be altering these emissaries and other people who serve them somehow
2: yeah i mean and then there was all those uh all the uh the dust lore talking about the the nine literally trying to like literally trying to evolve themselves to fit Mm -hmm. into our universe and that's the only one that's the only one we know of right there could be there could be more or i yeah. mean if they're uh if they are connected to planets or something well there's there's a lot more than us i mean are there is there a nine of there there's a there's your next topic are there <laughs> is there a nine branch from torah bottle
1: from, <laughs>
0: from mm-hmm. you, <laughs> you know like it's a legitimate question uh yeah. is it something that's unique about our universe or is it something that's um certainly tied to just like a universal universal constant that these beings exist wherever wherever other beings uh, occupy a solar system um...
1: Forever, Whenever, <laughs> darkness is together. sorry 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 i couldn't resist <laughs> i didn't mean to i didn't make this i didn't mean to make this the shakira cast <laughs> again again i know <laughs>
2: gonna get well i was gonna say you're gonna get dmca stricken but if you sing it badly enough
1: then they don't come (laughs) at you i've learned this myself uh well yeah and me singing it badly is clearly satire so you know protected (laughs) but
2: But, uh yeah i mean like i don't know uh there's actually i was thinking about earlier there is a third option uh maybe it's somewhat related to one of the first two uh you, we take the fight to them, question mark, but it's not maybe necessarily the light-dark saga, it's just... I don't know. Well, I, I saw this theory on Reddit, I think, where people were wondering, are we going to go and like, are we going to go and reclaim the fallen homeworld, and then just give it to them? Like, is that is that ever going to be a thing? Or, or you know, take our potential remnants of the Cabal Alliance and go reclaim Tor Bottle? Like, is that is that how Lightfall's going to end, and or is that something we could do in the future is not be just not be at earth anymore
1: well i would i would be i would be really interested in that because i i feel like that would coincide with the traveler leaving the solar system Mm. because i don't i got chills there chat (laughs) (laughs) um
0: in conjunction with that if uh if we successfully clear all that um i mean it's worth questioning whether or not we'd have powers whether or not we'd have um We're whether want those powers. What was that?
1: We're gonna want those powers.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, could it even be destiny at that point if we didn't have powers? Uh, it's uh they could they could certainly make it interesting, to say the least, but uh it'd be it'd be a whole different different ballgame and they could be different types of powers. Like we could go down so many different like thought processes on how you could handle the traveler leaving us and how we would end up with uh, interactions if, like, say, for example, the Traveler thinks that we have nothing more to gain from it. That could be a spike for it to leave, and mm. it, could, it could leave us with our powers in that, that instance. It, it essentially chose us as, as worthy successors to its, its power, and therefore we didn't need it anymore sort of thing. I feel like that goes yeah.
1: back to my comment about the darkness when you had it inside you all along. Like the after school <laughs> special.
2: I was, well, I was going to say that, yeah, like uh, Beyond Light seems to have set that precedent where you can find the darkness within yourself and use it. And I mean, that's another, that's another, yeah, just giving you guys all these ideas. But that's another podcast idea. Is, <laughs> can we wield the light the same way. And personally, I think we can eventually. I, I think that uh, if we can wield the dark just because we believe we can, possibly drawing on the ambient darkness within us or all around us. It's an energy field. Anyway, um, then uh, I don't see why we couldn't do the same thing with the light. And I kind of predict that we will. Uh, and that ghost is going to be like, uh, so, hey, am I useless or what? And it's like, no, you're our friend. And that, that's why you stay, because you're our friend. We don't need you, but
1: we do need you. You're still handy to have in a pinch as our phylactery. Yeah, I
2: mean, I, can have, I can't open a door without you. So.
1: I mean, yeah, I played. I played through the New Light missions, and I almost dangerously played till I got the glitch where I lost all my veteran dialogue uh. yeah I, I luckily backed out in time but I did I did the uh, the stuff for that and it was really oh oh no it was really uh, like interesting to me that like one of the first things in new light your Ghost does is Flex that he can open doors <laughs> <laughs> get ready for this so yeah, you you, you yeah you don't even want to know yeah you don't even want to know about these doors that I can open
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I mean, yeah, I I feel like what's end up going to hap- happen here is that we do, uh, we we have to kind of shape our predictions based on what we've seen of the game or, or what we know about what they're planning or what they can do. I'm like going going in too much of a different direction while exciting. I'm not sure how much they will because they, you know, they talked about uh, they've they've talked about basically we're not doing a Destiny three, uh, so. We're not exactly going to wipe the slate clean. But then again, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know how big or small they're going to go. Did you guys see there was an interview actually with, uh, what's his name? Justin developer. Is it Truman? Thurman? I'm not sure. Uh, There was a, there was a interview with him and basically he said something along the lines of wanting to go uh, further into this, wanting to, uh, take those stories and those things from lore that you may have you know you may you may have been following along with and, and actually go deeper into that story. So I don't know. I really hope that they do. I hope that they expand and they go deeper into the the uh just actually exploring the people and the politics and the and, and making the world feel more alive. And I don't know. That that's a tough sell though because on the other hand you know, cosmic
1: space opera, right? So <laughs> Okay, I just I just really can't wait till we get to if we're gonna be an opera, I just can't wait till we go so long that we get into like soap opera y stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I am here for Kate's evil twin with an eye patch to show up.
2: I mean, yeah, that's gonna happen. There there's gonna be We need you it. Know, the dark the darkness is gonna be uh, our long lost twin and stuff like that and <laughs>
1: I really, I really, I really want it. Maybe a mustache to click or a goatee just to confirm that they're evil. We <laughs> missed
2: an opportunity with that shadow keep cutscene Yeah.
1: Yeah. That would have, uh, that would have been, I'm really surprised there hasn't been like an edit for it where he just shows up and it's whatever your character is, but with the goatee on it. <laughs> I would, I would be here for that. Um, and, and the, it's a really good point, though, as to, like, what is the uh, struggle going to be? Like, what, what, is, what does the role of the darkness become? And, and it's really kind of hard to tell because so far we've only, aside from a couple cups, cut scenes where, you know, like we just discussed, they mirror ourselves back at us with the darkness that was in us the whole time. Also, interesting pin in this, because light is in everything, too. So if lightness mm-hmm. and dark are in everything and it just being in you is how you access the dark then, you know, back to your point, Kaz, like, yeah, like, it makes sense that, that why can't there be, like, a, a different different kind of way to wield the light, like, a different technique that's not through the Traveler? So I'm here for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's really it's really interesting to consider how different approaches can define conflict. So, I mean, there's, like we said, extra-dimensional, there's, like, a few... A few rogue characters that we have that are, you know, related tangentially to the dark, you know, minions of the darkness that have been our, our antagonists so far. But, I mean, as, as people, st- as uh, our enemies start to fall out of that, like, we already have the House of Light. We have, uh, you know, at least a faction of the Fallen Elixni that are no longer uh, going after that darkness jazz. -hmm. And then we have, you know, I don't know if they're going to come toward the light, but we have murmurs of Savathun wants to get out of her contract. Savathun again? No one cares
0: about her. (laughs) She just keeps popping up. Yeah, (laughs) yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. We have murmurs that she wants to get out of her of her worm contract, though. And like the worm gods Mm -hmm. are, aside from actually interacting with the darkness, are you know highest level of darkness wielder in what is the hive uh yeah i I might have
2: to i probably should have reread exactly what was said in the state of the uh of the game update concerning light and dark because when they say that it's the end of the saga do they mean like there's a difference between okay that 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 fight is over for now versus that fight is over forever uh or, or
0: I would say they left it pretty open ended. Personally, like they they yeah. definitely, they definitely hinted at like the end of the trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I don't necessarily know that that means that it's a end to the conflict between the light and the dark, at least and in the immediate, immediate sense. Yeah. Uh, I would find that pretty hard to imagine because that's kind of the core of the whole lore for Destiny. Everything's a cosmic battle between light and dark, and we're just on the front lines of it more or less
2: yeah and i feel like let's assume that that's what it is it is it is an end to the light and the dark uh like battle or struggle or whatever um yeah the first problem i see with that is okay well that's all we've done forever but Mm -hmm. there's lots of interesting things you could write around it the other problem i see is the the whole, you know, the light exists in all things, and and the darkness is within you all along. They've literally written the light and the dark into the everything. I mean, if we if it's to be believed, then all of existence is the result of them, mm-hmm. which means that it's all connected. So, personally, I, I view that if you are going to kind of I don't know if something's going to happen and the the Chat. I always have to preface this by saying that even when we think we know, we just don't know. Like, is the Traveler all of the light, and is the are the pyramid ships all of the darkness? Let's just assume that they are for use for a second. Okay. If uh, if that's true, and then the end of Lightfall or Lightfall plus one is <laughs> the end of that battle, then personally, the way I see that happening is they we do something, or they fight each other. And they, as entities, are gone. But like the f- the force of light and dark remain. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, I, I, like they uh, not not you strike me down and they become more powerful than ever before. It's more like well, they're gone now, and there's still ambient energy around that we use and and, and everything. Uh, like the, the guardians could still pull on that power, and maybe the darkness could still influence. But as a just as a as a you know just as a malevolent uh force with no will no behind it yeah yeah i actually um, well i
1: actually wonder about that because it it's it's really odd to me that like uh primeval forces would would have like that level of agency like in in a lot of uh you know fantasy media leaving uh, space fantasy out of it you kind of they kind of just do what they do like it's not that they're A a great example for Marvel Comics fans might be Galactus. Like he is just there to eat worlds. He's doing it uh, like amorally, or I guess like without without morality, like in consideration because it's just what he does. It's what he's meant to do. Uh, If you view it as bad, it's probably because you're getting eaten. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: And that's that's like the only the only real difference between that. And I I kind of wonder. Like it seems so interesting to me that light and dark. Would have motivations if they're basic if they're basic forces in the universe.
2: Yeah, yeah. The way they've yeah, you're right. I mean they they both seem to be
1: these forces, but also they're more like uh,
0: tools in in that sense. It's kind of how they've set it up so far. Bagels.
1: That's not a cool name to call people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Uh, kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we've got Tramps in the chat saying,
2: Book of Unveiling describes the light and dark running into the universe they created, so they are in a lower form. See, that's a that's an interesting point, because in the Book of Unveiling, if I'm remembering it correctly, it sounded like because... Well, kind of uh, kind of the Truditor's Cat Heisenberg uncertainty principle. Once you observe it, you've locked it in. And that's what kind of seems to happen with the light and the dark, is once they decide... Well, once the universe is created... Uh, then that excludes That's... any other type of universe from being like being created by that. And, and they created
0: their own rules that they then have to follow as well.
2: Yeah, and I found that an interesting consequence that uh you know that they they have to Oh Oh no. Uh <laughs> that...
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> oh,
2: Destiny One rules, yeah I remember that running yeah. into Followed Saber Arcfield, but uh, yeah, like once they entered their own game, they have they are now limited by their own game, which could very well be the path forward for this. That that could be what happens is they're not ultimately unable to escape the the rules of the confines of this this game in this universe, and that's how they are either
1: ended or uh, I don't I don't know. Do you think there's a chance maybe they're extra dimensional then? Well, I mean
2: that. Yeah, whenever whenever you bring up dimensions or time travel and destiny, you start your own podcast, right? Because it, it, it there's I so many. I mean, that's many, what got us
1: started. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, there's just so many possibilities. I mean, big question on that is: are there other are there other dimensions? And does light and dark uh, work slash influence across those dimensions as well? You know, like the the is light and dark universe like truly multi universal.
1: Um, well, yeah. well, we do know. So, so that that's an interesting an interesting thing because it it, you know, going back to the nine sort of like uh, heavily suspected not not quite confirmed extra dimensional beings, at least in my view. Um, right. Uh, they. They seem to play with both, right? They seem to play to play with, with what seem to be the makings of our universe and they're trying to figure it out. They're trying to figure out the rules so that they can uh, they can I don't know if it's invade, but at least like they, they, they want they want in.
2: Yeah. That's interesting. So would that imply that they wherever they're from, they have a totally different rule or power set? And then they come here and they're like, oh, we can't survive. And also Mm -hmm. light and dark is weird. So let's learn that tool set or that language.
1: Yeah, it kind of reminds me of uh, this is this is a real pull. So everyone, if you get this reference, like, I really appreciate you. But there's an episode of Star Trek, the next generation where on the holodeck, my wheelhouse
2: now, son. Yeah, (laughs) where
1: where on the holodeck. They encounter photonic life through the holodeck. Uh and they're mm. they're really hostile toward the crew because they think they're just murdering people indiscriminately, <laughs> based <laughs> on their. Uh, I think they were doing like a G man uh, uh, program just, yeah, or something like, like
0: that. The game, yeah. And so yeah.
1: when when I think it's Picard finally gets them to talk to him, he's like, "Yeah, like we're carbon based life forms," and they look at him like he's crazy. They're like, "No, all life is photonic." Yeah, I think you're thinking of a Voyager episode,
2: and yep. is it Voyager? Okay. And they uh, they were doing like a Flash Gordon Captain Proton thing. Uh, oh, that's cool. And yeah, the Photonic Life was like, yeah, the, the, these are all the real people, right? Uh, the crazy guy with the ray gun and everything. And they're like, no, we're real. They're they're made up. Um, and yeah, they ended up having to like they wouldn't they wouldn't believe them in the end. They had to just convince them that uh, they had to work with their holograms to basically take out the uh, the Photonic Life. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's a good that's a good reference. I mean, maybe maybe that's it. And it does that does kind of line up every time the the nine communicate or speak with us or anything. They just they don't understand. We don't understand them. Uh, it does seem like, you know, they're trying to I never saw what was it, arrival, but it does certainly seem like that where it's just like nobody
0: uh, just a lack of ability to communicate effectively.
2: Yeah, which I guess is what the whole emissary
0: it
1: was four, right?
0: It's mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm.
1: a bridge. Um, but yeah. I like it. Yeah, no. So so to me, it's it's a really interesting uh, juxtaposition, just going back to the earlier conversation about, uh, well, you know, do they exist in everything? Because to me, that's, that's uh, you know, in timelines, in the different timelines we've we've uh, be, been made aware of one way or another, like in or out of game, light and dark exists. Because they they all seem to be forked uh, forked uh, timelines of the one that we also stem from.
2: Yeah, true. Like all of uh, Exo Stranger, Elsie's—you know—she mm-hmm. hopped through time, different timelines, and in all of them, it was all about the battle of light
1: and dark. Well, I I, I actually I actually wonder. Uh, you know, we we've said this on the show before, but I I really wonder if. Because there's some cards in D1 and uh, kind of how the dark future ends. It's that she always goes back to, like, a fixed point. Now, in the dark future, that is a different fixed point than what is originally referenced in uh, D1. Uh, mm-hmm. She's already at the tower. Cade's alive. He's coming back, uh, I think, talking about killing Tanix. So she, it's, it's not to say she's locked into the same place, uh, perhaps. But there's, her card in D1, like, talks about her, you know coming under the traveler in the same footsteps uh things shifting and uh and timeline shifting so i i always wonder if if maybe it's uh you know that theory of time travel where she by time traveling creates a new fork in the timeline Mm, the uh back to the future you know uh well back to the future it's one contiguous timeline that's why they're able to change uh the past and the picture changes even though that doesn't Mm -hmm. make sense why someone would be posing in a picture by themselves with their arm kind of around someone who's not there anymore
2: right yeah it's true but they describe (laughs) it as a as a fort as a, a branching off timeline right uh they actually i don't think they ever explain it well i he there's anyway there's a scene where he's he's on a chalkboard and he draws a line and then he does like a fork and you have to go back
1: oh uh, oh yeah for 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 future biff
2: yeah 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 okay um, but uh no i mean that that makes sense like uh maybe by the act of time traveling you have kind of just so are you suggesting that by doing that it's just it's a you can't go back and it's a it's a new configuration you've made
0: yeah because it's, she it's automatically a new fork and you yeah it's because i think i think that's at least a fair way to think about it um the the, the one 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 theory to look at it from. well i i yeah.
1: recently completed the um the europa uh clovis clovis bray eye uh stuff on my warlock one of my not my main character i, I i'm a hunter main uh friends but um <laughs> But uh, I I recently did it too so I could get the new aspect from this season and in a lot of those interactions with Anna Elsie kind of comes out and says like I'm from a different timeline. Uh, Yeah. And she notes that she's like not native to this one. But like I really want to push this out here like she treats she refers to all of the Anna's with the same personhood and the same like finality. So she never says like this version of you. She says like, yeah, you succumb to the darkness in the future. It's a, it's the ultimate, uh,
2: double, double language. It's like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm not your sister because
1: I'm from a different, but time you're my place.
2: sister, but, but you're my sister. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like that's crazy to me. And it, 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 it kind of speaks to her, her time traveling so much, right? uh in, yeah yeah branching off i mean i
2: mean, I mean it, it, in any case it would even if you even if all of time is on a straight line and you somehow go back and change it and alter the course of that straight line i mean that person is different right they're not uh they're not who they were they may look the same but they have different experiences
1: mm-hmm
2: yeah I don't know. I th- this is this is a this is the problem with with some of the well probably all but a lot of these topics is in order to move forward you need to have a good understanding of the past and unfortunately with destiny there's so many bigger questions that aren't really solved. I mean, I think the closest we have is some things like okay, the the light and the darkness are are these possibly primordial primordial forces that control mm-hmm. creation and destruction. And apparently made our universe, if you believe one of them. And yeah. uh, uh, And how does time travel work? How does... uh, So, I mean, that's that's why it's so hard to answer this question about what is coming after. And I kind Mm -hmm. of, I really do want to know also what is going to be the difference between Lightfall and lightfall plus like the the expansion that's coming after lightfall is it just going to be like a don't worry friends uh there is something after this and here it
1: is i really i really want to put this out there you know with all the time traveling people that are now our friends what if we lose in lightfall what if lightfall is about how we lose the fight
2: that's definitely one that's been popping up a lot uh especially when people don't realize that the dark future is a possible one mm-hmm. <laughs> i've seen that kind of going around and i have to remind people like it, it's a possible future it's or one that, that that other people came from not you know
1: i'm here Pedef- for missiles Zavala. though <laughs> for beer for uh peg leg bearded zavala <laughs> well all right so peg leg bearded zavala uh with with even without his ghost was still able to stand on the traveler. Now, granted, it's, he, he used a device to like supercharge it,
0: mm. but he was I able mean,
1: to to suck to suck light from the traveler and then wield it. I mean,
2: you're not going to hear much argument from me. I'm one of the yeah. You know, I'm pro Zavala. I've been in that camp forever, despite the writing of destiny sometimes forgetting to kind of do that as well. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, looking at you, Saladin. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, that would that would definitely be that would be pretty compelling is is we oh that opens that opens up a can of worms because w- when you say that we lose, there's essentially two ways we could go. We can go forward or we can go back.
1: I, I say we go I say we'd have to go back.
2: oh man, I mean, are we gonna are we gonna finally? get the destiny that let's ex- explore like Twilight Cap and the Battle of Six Fronts and are we, gonna, are we gonna you know end of what was it Deadpool 2 like go around and right all the wrongs
1: yeah no we're, we're, we're totally bringing back um god what, what's his name Matt Damon we're totally bringing ah. back Matt Damon who <laughs> is Kade des- 6 is now Matt Damon oh
2: <laughs> I don't know how I feel he's just this. gonna
1: parachute in at the end of the movie, with like an Uzi, we gave him because he's so sweet. <laughs> that's that's what I'm hoping for. I mean, I don't mean to, I don't mean, I don't mean to put anyone on the spot if they hadn't considered this. And if Matt Damon I, I is really throwing the Damon verse. Well, all right, just just when you imagine human Cade from now on, just imagine that Matt Damon.
2: <laughs> no, I refuse. <laughs>
1: No, he's got he's got khakis on. You know, he's there. No, he's there to work. I will he's a imagine b-
2: Brilliantly Canadian Nathan Fillion. That's what I imagine. I mean,
1: four <laughs> K Nicholas does. That,
2: yeah, I'll just superimpose them. You know, duck rabbit, duck rabbit, or whatever that allusion is. <laughs> Matt Damon, Matt, Matt Fillion,
1: Damon. Matt Fillion. I like it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so another theory that my community's been throwing around is. Uh, this is a bit more near term. Uh, anybody who's caught up with this season so far, and I, I'll I'll kind of speak loosely about it, I guess, in case some people are catching up on the week's challenges. But uh, yeah, there is a you know, right now we know the season of uh, season of Chosen is about this uh, conflict between the the Cabal and 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 humanity and the and the Vanguard, and uh, there's a, a plot that is uh, thickening and apparently there have been some NPC voice lines heard in the tower that could be just ambient or could be old and give new context. But it almost seems to suggest that there may be some humanity who's working with uh, the cabal. Mm. Uh, Essentially there's a, there's a, the one that I've heard is there's some tower NPCs who are talking about, you know, like, uh, oh, it doesn't matter if it's a... It, it doesn't need to be mobile. It's just a bomb. And then the other one's like, shh, stop talking, or whatever. And there's been questions in our community about whether or not that pertains to the plot that uh, Osiris and uh, and the Crow have recently uncovered. Mm. And then wondering if, you know, if uh, you, you combine that with the... What was it the... Uh, Citizen what is it called citizens of the last city or something there's that that web lore that came out back in mm-hmm. october mm-hmm. um where people were really voicing their uh dissatisfaction with the traveler or with the with the guardians and there's 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 been this like will we have a civil war? Will the last city break apart? Will we go living on the outskirts like these have been threads that have been pulling at us. I think throughout the entire history of the game of the franchise, but especially now as everything seems to you know surround
1: us and and there's fractures from within as well. Well, well, and and it's worth noting in that too that the you know even without us the that we know of. Speaking of time travel, even without us, uh, the the last city has a history of civil war. Like the Concordat yeah. didn't leave because they like were asked politely but firmly to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's not really hard to imagine. I even as much as last season, I uh, know two seasons ago, seasons of arrivals, the hollow words fusion rifle. It's a, apparently a intercepted uh, recording of a consensus meeting, and they're all like they're all at each other's throats basically. The only thing they can agree on is they don't care about what the is doing. Uh, they they don't like the new monarchy dead orbit and future war cult are all disagreeing with each other, except on the premise of, well, somebody else should be in charge, but also we're not going to do anything to make that happen.
1: So, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so since we're going into possibilities of, uh, dynamics of the last city with, with their new shift in government, they've, they've, Ooh. I mean, uh, for what seems like a parliamentary thing with a sort of authoritarian figurehead who could supersede whatever he wanted in the speaker with yeah. there being no more speakers i f- i'm really interested to see cuz what if the city chooses not to help the guardians or chooses to expel the guardians or chooses not to help the traveler or or just to you know what i mean like what what if they make a third party decision now that they're I... not led by like someone who's effectively like the religious leader thereof
0: I could see a scenario where the Guardian, like a certain sect of the Guardians, essentially betray the Last City. Uh, I think there's a lot of, especially with the Dark Feature uh, mm. timeline that we've seen already. Uh, there's enough evidence that, that certainly enough Dark Guardians exist that the denizens of the Last City could just des- decide hey, no, we've had enough of you. You hooligans here uh, we're gonna move on without you and if you stick around well I really like we've that. got war <laughs> I really
1: like I really like that they call them hooligans you you hooligans <laughs> <laughs> you get you I've had enough of your shenanigans <laughs> if you could please to, to be honest yeah like there there are so
2: many ways that the last city could fracture I, I really don't like Sabathune should be playing with those right mm-hmm. the uh, i mean let, let's sound them off there's uh okay there are just there are just guardians who don't who, who don't care about the authority that is in the last city like just pure simple guardians who are like nope don't care uh and what's what's the vanguard gonna do because you know looking into this i've done some videos on this i mean it's all voluntary like the the vanguard have volunteered to basically corral guardians but what are they going to do if a guardian says no? I mean, technically they can send someone after them, but it's very much like an on, like an on honor bound system. It's kind of like you show up with your light. You have no idea how to use it. And, uh, yeah, you just kind of, you just kind of agree to, to follow what Zavala says. Cause he's a big strong man and he seems to know a little bit about how the light and dark work. uh, so there, there are normal guardians who would would definitely split away just because they want to. Then there's, you know, then there are guardians who have accepted darker powers, whether it's hive-based or or taken or, uh, uh, yeah, or stasis now, mm-hmm. right? So like, I think under the realm of Dark Guardian TM, you would have just even guardians who use the light, but they are turning away from the 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 quote unquote dogma, the light of the city. Um, and, and then there's also the ones that are just purely dark and then there's citizens of the last city again, break, breaking things up, uh, possibility of them allying with, with our enemies in some point. Like I, it's, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty unnerving actually to think that there's so many ways, so many different factions or groups that could, uh,
0: could split off. Yeah. It could... It's, uh. Certainly a little disconcerting, to say the least.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I've been wanting for a while for us to have a bit more resolution on that and for, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a fan of, like, uh, when when all goes well or something. But I don't know. We could also get into this whole, like, Frontiers thing where and destiny would fit very well into that genre of like frontier towns or whatever um mm. where where people split off and maybe guardians are still protecting them but like I, I never played fallout but is that what fallout was like where there were different shelters and there were different groups and then those shelters and they kind of all had their own little politics and Cert- you could be there fr- yeah certainly More flavors or less. of that yeah
1: certainly flavors of that for sure i, I would say each fallout probably has a different uh Degree Mochi, that of that, yeah, up, yeah, but that, that, that's that, that's a fair assessment of what's going on. Um, yeah, so that,
2: that could be a thing as well, like where uh, we split off into into different um, yeah, these different uh, I don't know what to call them, not factions, but like villages or or wherever, and guardians are still semi somewhat welcome there. It's like a trip back to the dark ages. I don't know,
1: nice. Um, I I I think that's that's a fair thing to uh, to kind of to kind of contemplate because uh, you know, uh, back in the original concept of D one, like like the the race you chose uh dictated where you actually started, uh back in the Alpha. So like if you chose Awoken, you actually started in the Reef, which wouldn't be added to the game till uh you know years later.
2: Oh um, really? I didn't I didn't know that. I didn't start it that early.
1: Hmm. Uh, I, I actually only started in the beta myself but uh i i just remember people were already writing about the differences huh um i uh, mean
2: i've been i've been hopeful that we move in that kind of a, okay i've been hopeful that we move in that kind of a direction that, for a while that that you know actual rpg and uh co- choice and consequence and nuance and everything because mm-hmm. right now it's Everything's a little sames, you know, samesies. Yeah,
1: like you don't really have choices, you just have different dialogue to arrive at the same conclusion.
2: Yeah, and I've kind of defended that model before, if done right. I mean, the way I describe it is, the Allegiance quest is not not the fork in the road that everybody thought it would be, it's a spoon. Uh, and the way that I make that metaphor make sense is if you choose the left side and I choose the right side of the spoon, we round the spoon going a different way, but we end up at the same place. Mm-hmm. And that's the point, right? And I, I've pushed, like, I've been hoping that Bungie at least pushes in, like, that direction as well, where, you know, maybe my maybe your guardian is, like, really polite and really cheery and helpful, and maybe my guardian is rude and, uh, and whatever, and that is reflected in our interactions and our choices and what information we get, what missions were sent on, what loot we get. But at the end of the day, we're still all basically the same person with the same, you know, the same story and the same destiny. I don't, I don't know. I mean, obviously I want the other way I want. I, I was actually saying this to a friend earlier that I want, uh, oh, damn. I want the game to, to, to move away from the guardian mm-hmm. and more toward the guardians.
1: I, I, right? I would like that too. One one thing that really uh, makes me makes me wonder about how they're going for like allegiances and, and type of faction things is like l- like you said about the spoon. One thing that really irked me was Honor wasn't even with the Vanguard, and she was going specifically yeah. against what the Vanguard had told her to do. But she yeah. was still that, somehow the the siding with the Vanguard choice. I was like, but she's literally not. She's like a rogue cop in an eighties movie. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a fair point.
2: I mean, it was a it was a really cool idea for a quest uh, that unfortunately didn't go anywhere. I mean, I really enjoyed... This is a weird thing. So for me, I really love the... I love all the like little... And I'm going to say human, apologies to listeners out there. I mean uh, intimate uh-huh. uh, moments out there. But I like those moments in the allegiance quest you're literally like meeting up with with people who are like leaving little drops of information and you're hacking into a computer and you're getting you know you're getting intel you're you know depending on the side you chose you're either spying on the drifter or you're working with him uh i i like that kind of stuff and i've been wanting to see more of it and we do get it i think we're getting it in the the how the seasonal structure is modeled like we're working with Osiris and and uh, Zafala and, and everybody at the war table and and the the battlegrounds, each of them has a specific purpose that you know. And, and and it Destiny is a looter shooter, so you can't go too far in the in the direction of you know maybe typical RPG or whatever. But I think there's a lot. There's definitely a lot of room for. Um, there is definitely a lot of room for that kind of element within the game because mm-hmm. that's that's how you keep the game personal right Forsaken yeah. Forsaken starts personal and then branches out into the epic right the story of vengeance that it ends up being oh you've now <laughs> oops you cursed the Dreaming City you know like uh, and and I think <laughs> I think Destiny can, can do very well on both and I do hope that wherever we go we do have a mixture of it because
0: you, you can't have all of the grandiose without the world building that is the smaller, smaller type of scenarios,
2: yeah. I mean, i've been I've been upset at that for a while because to be honest, I don't you know you're supposed to become legend and you're supposed to um, you know save everyone. But if you don't know who the people are you're saving or you don't uh, you don't interact with them, you don't cherish them, you don't feel that you actually might lose yeah. something, then what's the point? I mean, it's a bit of a rant I have, but when I saw the trailers and stuff for Destiny Two, I was thinking, Oh, and you see people like under rubble and you see uh you know, you see Guardian uh being lifted up under rubble and there's people ma- the masses are huddling, I was like, Oh, okay, we're actually gonna like help these people and 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 no. you know, rebuild their we lives. Have, we nope. have
0: stakes here. <laughs> but no, nope, yeah, you're
2: nope. <laughs> You know, that Shax is holding the door, we push past it. And I mean ultimately, yeah, we did I mean, we did save everything, but yeah, you can't, you, you can't, uh, it, it's like, funny enough, it's like any Superman game. As soon as you earn the ability mm-hmm. to fly, the game is pointless because you just fly over all the problems, uh, and you're completely removed from the game world mm-hmm. and you just move on. And that's, that's kind of how I feel, uh, that's kind of how I feel that, uh, destiny can be sometimes it's like, Oh, this guy is going to unwrite time. Okay i mean
0: i will find some way to magically stop him it doesn't matter what he does yeah yeah
2: you know and i i think like whatever way we go uh i i do hope for both and i think there's room for both you could have it where maybe the light and the dark are they're gone they're whatever that that saga is over uh guardian still has power of some kind because they're they've been able to do that um but there's you know there are other threats out there that we have to face and we have to work with the people who are left to mm-hmm. to help them you know and you know i i just i i maybe i'm a little little too i don't know i want it too easy of a of a narrative or i want more of a kind of traditional uh you know we're the good guy and we do good things for people etc but <laughs> sometimes sometimes it's a little a little annoying to yeah to have these epic forces and we don't get to know them or oh the house of light oh we don't get to see them you know i i just hope that we do move into that and and that that all of Bungie's discussions about um you know b- being able to do more and carry with their engine and etc i hope that it uh yeah. yeah i hope that it allows for those opportunities because they've kind of they, they they're so reluctant to call this game uh an an RPG, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a definitive action MMO. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay.
1: Is um, it though? Yeah.
2: Is I mean, it? there are like there
1: I, are many I play a lot people playing of it, online, but, but... But is it though? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, one one thing that uh, that always struck me about about the the approach to um, whether or not it was an RPG is I feel like we we've gotten you know, and, and I don't mean this in a complaining way necessarily. I feel like we're we're kind of you know on the other side of it now, uh, especially with the Stasis. But in, in the beginning, you could actually pick how your subclass worked. You could pick how your yeah. like how your golden gun functioned, which perks you actually wanted. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, you lost a lot of that coming into D2 because they tried to simplify everything uh, for for reasons. I'm not going to say right or wrong, but <laughs> for reasons they did that. Um, and it's it's not necessarily bad, but it definitely took a lot um, out of the RPG aspect, and they added more for, like, guns, which, you know, it is a looter shooter, I uh, first and foremost, I wholeheartedly agree. But... I just kind of, I guess to your point, like maybe a stronger narrative or maybe a stronger sense of choice. Like so far, the worst, the, the worst consequence we have is what the Drifter calls us. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, take take Forsaken, right? Uh, yeah, we went and we got the guy. Um, but we cursed an entire city. Like, you know, the Guardian or the Guardians, they, they ended up being the, the fuel and the catalyst for cursing an entire city do we face the consequences of this? I mean, the most you get is you get some awoken who are kind of angry that it happened, but it's pretty easy to ignore them. Really? Like you don't, uh, we've been avoiding consequences for a very long time. I, I need, I need a word that sounds like looter or shooter, but it means like story, uh, story driven uh, scooter thing. Yeah. Uh, Scooter. I like (laughs) scooter. (laughs) I'll, I'll, I'll get go there. <laughs> yeah, have, yeah. I have no other option, so I'm going for it. But we scooter. definitely, we definitely. I think <laughs> Destiny is fully able to go into a looter shooter scooter mode because, like I mean, the, when Season of Worthy came out, and you know there wasn't a lot going on, people were logging back in just to see what boxes were filling up in the tower or how close the the Doomsday Clock was counting down. Uh, like, people do care about the world of Destiny. Even, mm-hmm. you know, we, we often talk about, I think, in the lore community about how removed we are a little bit. Like, er, how, you know, by definition, lore is knowledge known by a special few or really cared about by a special few. And mm-hmm. sometimes it does feel like that in the lore community when uh, everybody's talking about guns in, in Destiny and uh, the lore people are digging into a bunch of deeper topics, right? But I really I really do think that even if people don't care about story, they are going to care about their story. Like you said, customization, choice. How much money could Bungie make tomorrow if they're like, "All right, so you get one free customization change, but if you want beards, it costs a dollar"? Like they would make shut a up lot and take of my money. money. Of that. Yeah, they they would make a lot of money off of off of stuff like that. And I I really do hope that they move. That, that they recognize that and they move into this. Uh, you can be different guardians. You can have, and there's, there's ways to do it. Every other uh, like RPG does it. And I, I think, uh, I don't know. I think it's very possible to move in that direction. I just not sure if we will, I, right now, the the seasonal narrative does seem to be a bit cut out, which is nice. Like it could be any guardian working with Crow and Osiris right
1: now. I mean, not necessarily,
2: the
1: <laughs> Well, he is right. the crow. I, I mean, I tell you what. He, that article is all over his his interactions now. What is the? Oh, I'm sorry. I was I was making a double a double joke. Uh, so instead of the Guardian, I was I was saying he is the crow because that's be. that's how that's how that's how he is <laughs> well, in the menus now.
2: Was it was it? Uh, who wrote that article? Is it Tassie who wrote that article about how? Uh... The crow is the main character of destiny now
1: i mean he would hey
2: <laughs> <Yeah>, fair fair <laughs> enough but i mean it's it is an interesting point that, that there has been a lot of push toward uh and that that does kind of happen though with destiny It doesn't even matter as soon as they put a character in they really focus on them for a while and then they just unless their name them.
1: is hawthorne Oh, yeah, yeah. Hawthorne was there for Red War and Guardian Games, and then no one wanted to hear about Hawthorne anymore. <laughs> it's, you know, there's... She there's just never uh, quit, did she? <laughs> uh, apparently
0: she did, though, yeah. No,
2: there is a strong... You're, you're really connecting to a very passionate niche, but passionate demographic, because I, I agree with you, and I see it discussed a lot that, yeah, where where is she? I mean, what, like... They're talking about the Red Ward, they're talking about the Cabal, all this stuff, and she is nowhere to be found. She's not making any mention. And like you said, Guardian Games is like the last
1: time that anyone ever heard from her in any regard. Why is that? Of note. Of note. Well, and and, but but on the other side of that, when was the last time we'd heard from Amanda before this season?
2: Yes, that Mm. is true. Uh, Actually, let me think uh i think only year one i think that some adventures in year one was the last
0: that's the last time and and
2: and
1: without without voice lines we did we did uh get dialogue like air quotes from her during the chaperone quest oh that's true yeah but not not voiced written only if that makes a difference i
0: I think it boils down to the same thing as it does with icora that they can only they can only bring in so many voice voice actors at a time, uh, for yeah, a couple of reasons. One, it's coast, expensive to do yeah. so. That's obviously the, the primary reason. But on top of that, it gets a little hectic trying to coordinate um, all these different threads within three months of the year, basically. Mm. I, so I I can certainly understand why they'd be a little hesitant to throw out all these characters all the time. I mean, obviously. Probably going three plus years without Amanda is a little <laughs> bit of an extreme example, and the same goes for Hawthorne. I mean, it,
2: especially when you consider that Amanda Holiday was in almost every, like every cutscene of of Red War. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like she's everywhere, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> um, that's a, that's another question. So, okay, which would you prefer? Would you prefer? to have a character kind of gracefully disappear from being in the game with the assumption that they're off doing something else. And maybe we don't hear about them in lore for a while. Uh, Or kind of the the bottom half of this question like fell away from me, but I'm just wondering what you think about, about not not necessarily permanently retiring characters, but just having them, not there anymore, because like the vendors from the vaulted planets are gone, and they're just gone like uh the only one who is not is not is Anna, and we got a couple of smart enough to re- leave. Refer- yeah got a couple of references from her like that she's you know trying to rebuild uh, Rasputin or whatever yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just wonder like should would we feel I mean, we'd still be pretty upset that Hawthorne isn't doing anything, but I think it also sucks that she's just standing there day after day. And then there, and I, although I guess in your case of where is she this season, I we would all still kind of go, okay, where is she though? <laughs> we haven't seen her for months. She hasn't been physically in the game. Why is she not here talking about the cabal and, and the city? And yeah. I, because,
1: so, oh, I'm yeah. sorry.
2: No, no, I just.
1: No, go ahead. I, I was going to say one one thing that gives me hope is uh, some other things that have come in the past for the lore for her future that I think uh, she would fit right into as an official air quotes guardian now, mm. um, <laughs> and and uh, or at least honorary. I'm not sure what the how, how that would. Work. <laughs> um, she, she definitely got around the barrier for entry, but <laughs> yeah. But, um... But there's things like Owl Sector and and Human Run uh, stuff that have come up, you know, uh, again in the lore since it did, uh, I think, way back in D one. But you know, y- you had uh, Anna Bray in the comics interacting. I believe her uh, her partner is um is it was is or was working with Owl Sector.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And and so it's it's not like gone from the lore like one and done either. And I think she's a perfect candidate for it because honestly, like she is. You know it, at very least able to run and coordinate with guardians and uh and and be useful so i i mean i i feel like that kind of like gives you perfect candidacy for the human run uh sort yeah. of counterpart that the last city has
2: i mean her backstory we got from the dawning right where she's you know she punched executor Hideo in the face because mm-hmm. basically he was. Well, what's the term he was basically withholding food unless you mm-hmm. pledge loyalty to
1: mm-hmm. uh new yep. monarchy like okay. um okay <laughs> can we go back to one of our favorite theories from the show that the new monarchy or air quotes communists <laughs>
0: yeah not communists in the, like the like the actual the...
1: sense of like like what what Communist's Marx wrote goals down. Us, yeah, it's it's right. the uh, it's it's like it's more more precisely like Stalin's vision of Marxist Leninism. So what became like the the USSR?
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been a while since I've re- like looked into political theory, but it makes sense, right? <laughs> Unite everybody under one like yeah. one banner, one <laughs> perfect man or
1: leader, mm-hmm. uh, and then I wouldn't be surprised if they sided with the cabal because that's exactly what they are. That's yeah. true.
0: That that would be an excellent way to fracture this last city right there. Uh, introduce uh, one of the factions as uh, as essentially an enemy of, of if not the guardians, then uh, just a, a faction that is inherently aligned against the player. Um, yeah. I yeah, we're getting, not... we're
2: getting people in the chat talking about other people who could possibly qualify as, you know, quote-unquote guardians who aren't gifted with the light i mean other npcs Mm. like Devram k right Mm -hmm. um i mean it's the same it it depends on the on
1: what that That definition is for and what the title is for so Um, so so for what it's worth chat um i would i i would be willing to to say yes they they are in in the same class of of people uh but what i'm referencing specifically is the lore from the last guardian games Hawthorne uh, participates as a Titan, so like you know, you heard it here first from the Hunter. That's why they. That's why they won. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, uh, that's another thing that bothers me, and it goes to this whole question: the factions, right? Hasn't Bungie been like officially quoted in one of their articles as saying that they're they're not they're not bringing the factions back in any near term because they're kind of more trouble than they're worth, or something like that. Like they. There, I, I thought I remember there being some explicit dialogue that basically points to the idea that the factions are more of an investment than okay. uh, than it's worth. Yeah, which annoys me because again, I mean, there's your there's an easy system, and again, the answer seems to be just combine them, guys. Destiny One and Destiny Two had really great things. Just combine them, all right? Like mechanically speaking. Uh, A group that you can pledge loyalty to all the time that influences what stuff you get, what quests you go on, what gear you get, uh, etc. That also then has like a once a quarterly, you Mm -hmm. know, political system or rally or whatever. That's cool. That's Mm -hmm. fun. Um, But uh, lore-wise, yeah, it bothers me that they're basically gone. I mean, okay, I guess uh, there is a reference to... There is a reference to Future War Cult this season. Um, It's... uh, Well, anybody who's been grinding out salvager salvo check your lore mm-hmm. tab on that um but other than that i guess the last one i mean dead orbit's the only one that's still in the tower right like uh... like a is the only one that's there Hadeo and lakshmi are gone
1: have you noticed that i have not yeah. actually uh yeah, yeah. no they, they they are i think um I think the vendors have been gone for a little while now. And actually, if if you if you want to talk about it, I think everyone, even the NPCs you couldn't talk to, are gone from the future Warcult uh, little uh, 60s art deco room. Yeah, I think, I think... There used to be people sitting in the chairs with, like, headsets on. I,
0: f- I, f- uh, I think we do know that Lakshmi is working with Ada on that uh, one project, though, don't nice. we? The, uh... Yeah, that...
2: That was mentioned in Hollow Words that they would like work together
0: yeah.
2: kind of rebuild Rasputin or something. Um, or was, or just other technology, I
0: think. Yeah, there was some people were suspecting it was gonna be the helm, what the helm became the season essentially. Mm-hmm. Um but clearly that didn't exactly pan out. But uh um yeah, I know there is a specific reference to to Lakshmi and, and Ada in regards to a, a technology.
1: So so, bringing up Lakshmi, this is this is a little bit of a of a tangent from from the original topic. So, forgive me, everyone. So, Lakshmi two is because uh, you know you know the the back in the day when, when we first like only had the fan reset theory, as opposed to the confirmation we have now. There was this idea that like what's going on with Lakshmi two because they think that the 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 popular consensus was that uh, you reached a point where you had to reset. Like based on like memories or whatever, and you know through the Europa lore, in the case of uh, of Banshee or Clovis, I think I think you kind of discover there can be a number of other reasons, and it just seems that like the number of resets seems to be what actually degrades the file because, as like broken as he is with his own memories, all those resets happened before he would have ever met Cade. Correct. Yeah. And he has trouble remembering, like him. He has trouble remembering uh, other people that that aren't in front of him anymore. And so I actually wonder if it's, uh, you know, it, it, in the case of Exos, if it's the wonder of, if it's the number of resets that actually affect memory degradation, as opposed to, uh, well, as, a, as opposed even to even like in
0: the, like the the, yeah. um, the lore, it's the uh, the is it the Lost Lament lore, or the, uh, what's the lore book I'm thinking of? The one where, basically, they're defending against the Vex uh, between the Stranger and <laughs> uh, and the uh, brave Clovis one. Yeah. Um, that, in there, they reference that uh, they're burning through the memory banks so quickly that they're actually fusing together in that instance. So that would certainly help explain why Banshee in particular has so many memory issues. Um, he's, we don't have a whole lot of other exos that I can think of that specifically have memory issues like he does. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong on that, but that's, that's what I can recall. Uh,
1: he's, he's the, well, all right. So there's memory issues that they all have, I feel like. And then there's, there's like his sort of, the one that always gets me is that little, uh, little scannable in the tower that says he tries to sign it as a different number banshee.
2: Right. Yeah, because even Ghost like says there that the reason he's done that yeah. is because he's been reset so many times. But that was that was way before. Yeah. You know, Now beyond beyond light and all that. Like the, he
0: he never stuff.
1: would have been another Banshee at the tower.
0: Correct.
2: No. You no, know, you're right. I mean they they make that clear in that book where, uh, he says you know why not let's see what Life forty four is gonna be like. Forever. Yeah.
1: Uh, maybe maybe it's different different writings at different times, just having different uh, different focuses from the uh, maybe. From what, what I mean, was, what you can make uh, it the writer's you, Bible. You, you,
2: yeah, and with the exos, you can kind of make it make sense, especially if there's like a special case or or whatever. I mean, Banshee's a pretty special case. He's literally, you know, top of the line. He's not. Uh, not some random XO no he's Clovis Bray himself right mm-hmm. well I, I, I
1: really find it interesting that uh, that Banshee and Clovis have different voice actors yeah that is pretty uh, that is interesting as opposed to like one voice actor doing a different voice like in the case of uh, Aldrin Crow mm-hmm. and, yeah true and like I don't know if it's they that they couldn't get John DiMaggio like I, I, I don't know I've seen him speak at cons like he seems like he would be very agreeable for all kinds of work
2: <laughs> for, yeah for i, I also wonder for... like yeah maybe they just wanted to go in a very different specific direction but then again you don't get a lot of dialogue from like uh, original clovis right you get some in the raid uh and some for the legacy of lament quest
1: so um... it is kind of weird
2: that i get a, a new person for just that
1: well you also you also get dialogue from him in all of the uh survival the, the- oh extra that's, trainings? Right. that's right Yeah. Um yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, Chad is bringing up a good point that uh, 801 is coming back. So oh, do mm-hmm, we th- mm-hmm. do we think <laughs> do we think La- she's going to bring La- any? Back? Yeah, like will Lakshmi come back or or any reference to them? That would be great.
1: Although <laughs> we we were talking we were talking just uh, just last night um, on our show we just uh, posted with uh, with Lady Lucita uh, about uh, what if she has a different chassis.
2: Uh like uh,
1: uh, Ada. Right, but why? Uh, cause she always seemed... Uh, her frame always seems... Uh, it appears to be more, more modular. modular. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, okay, so... And what, if she, she closed down the Armory, War cult To get an upgrade or something?
1: Well, uh, that that could be, or maybe uh, Future War Cult uh, approached uh, her with some new data that allowed her to uh, to do something new. Like, I, I'm not sure where the story's going for that, but I would be really here to sort of see you know if her coming back as the fashionista aside like i would really love to see like her come back as like an armor hardcore like how she started out and actually start like giving us armor
2: yeah yeah i
1: mean it would it would
2: fit in both mechanically and lore wise like mechanically she's the one doing transmog so it would make sense for her to come back with new you know with new looking armor new looking a new look cuz that's her function now um but then again, she's literally a walking forge, so if they just relegate her to standing in a corner selling a s- transmog, well, I, if I'm being cynical, that could be par for the course for how Destiny treats its NPCs, but I really <laughs> hope that that's not the future of how NPCs are treated. Because, yeah, like uh, that would be great if she could actually... And and I like the fact that they are bringing her back, that it's not just like, well, you, you helped my you helped me find the lost forges and now we're moving on. It's like, no, you, you, <laughs> the, the forges were built to defend humanity against threats. They didn't even know that they had yet. Right. Well, now is the perfect time to get that back and to, you know, to, and, and oh, there, there you go. That could be another thing. I mean, uh, uh, would future war call ally with guardians in general, or would they just, would they ally with the city? Like, are they going to give every person a, Future war cult gun made by Ada's forge to protect them against guardians and darkness alike. There you go. Every every uh, every citizen of the last city you gets get a, a new you like a uh, devour bullet gun. You
0: know? <laughs> oh, jeez.
2: <laughs> I mean, you that could,
0: would be you, you, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, it makes sense if, if the, the if the last city were ever put to a point where a significant portion were against um or against the guardians in the context of either a faction convincing them it would be appropriate to do so or um something very similar to that i kind of see where you're going with it. yeah
1: i can dig it yeah no i would i would totally be here for for ada ada kind of showing up with with the new chassis the future war cult uh Maybe like distributing guns because I mean that that's kind of what they're about and, and like no lie like they had the best guns <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for for those of us who remember the uh, the faction rallies like that they I always I always found something I liked having <laughs> exclusively well all right I, I would do one on each character I will say that. Yeah, so I could. Well, get you gotta get
2: you gotta get that red shader though, right? That's... <laughs> I don't oh, think, did that ever feed into your theory because that's just sitting right there.
1: Uh, uh it was it was one we actually tried to like we uh we sort of say like yes, there is the obvious. Mm. Um, <laughs> but we really tried to we we really tried to base it more in uh yeah, their the views philosophy of the, the yeah because because they exactly. actually they actually want to like take away a lot of autonomy that the city has and they want they want people to be severely punished for speaking out against like things like whoa and they are not even trying to hide it like i will say that they wear it on their sleeve yeah i mean ooh, Ah, getting
2: some touches of reality creeping in there (laughs) well well so here's here's where such a such a terrible philosophy out in the open like that it's yeah it's interesting
1: so so I, I i really want to uh also bring up like hideo is a great example uh you mentioned him earlier like refusing to give out rations to people yeah. who aren't uh who aren't allied with the future war cult. hideo made a name for himself with his uh i believe it's a plasteel factory or foundry um, right yeah but uh for he used to be one of the most generous people in the tower his card back in d1 talks about how he was known for kind of emptying his pockets as he walked through the streets of the last city
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that all stopped when he joined the future war when he joined uh not the future work when he joined New oh, Monarchy. New, uh, yeah
2: okay yeah. i was gonna say how does that reconcile but
1: yeah okay hmm. yeah so and it, it just really becomes this interesting thing, and I, I actually wonder if it's because he won't, or it's because he can't, or if it's because he's been radicalized. Because... Uh, it could be all, I mean, it could be yeah. a
0: combination of those very easily. <laughs> 4K numbers?
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... So,
2: Last City Civil War. Do you think we're gonna get that? You think we're? Uh, I think, think we're gonna we're have
1: go-
0: some sort of element of it. I think we will sure. have a
1: faction, a faction expulsion. I feel like they they might not come back in faction rallies, but I I don't think that means to say the factions are gone from stuff we do in game.
0: Did, did you guys right. see that? Uh, I think it was on the was it on the Dino set that they put the, the concept art for. There was like a trinary uh, trinary star symbol on that. Ooh. i did see
2: that yeah there was somebody who zoomed you... in and there's another one on the other set as well but i don't remember what i just yeah. remember the trinary
0: yeah that, that's the one and, that stood out to me and,
2: and their thing was what was their their belief something like that tra- traveler was dangerous or something
0: okay. Um, like, or uh, yeah
1: they 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 believed in uh hmm they weren't about balance i want to say off the top of my head and if i end up being wrong forgive me everyone but uh, i i want to say they were the ones that imagined a uh, a third path as opposed to like it wasn't about balance it wasn't about that they 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 didn't think it was like a binary struggle Mm.
2: (laughs) well i mean that would fit in very well with you know where we are now right i mean that's the path we're walking down right now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i i don't know if we'll like necessarily get factions but there are like we said before there are too many groups that are this close to revolting, basically, to not go down that direction. I, I really, as much as I would love for everybody to get along, if all of a sudden they do, I would be very concerned about the writing and the and the the future, of the story, the game, because there's just too many there's too many problems. I mean, uh, the the <laughs> do the guardians. You know, they, they lost the speaker, they lost this kind of religious head, the, the mm-hmm. factions don't really fall like they don't really trust the vanguard. The vanguard itself is fractured. The allies of the vanguard are active are actively calling out the decision making process of the Vanguard. Uh citizens of the last city may not really want to have these immortal uh danger seekers uh being the ones, you know, kind of Yeah, because they're not only only, like it'd be different if we were scouting around the if we were doing laps of the city, protecting from threats out there. But I mean, they are. It's interesting too, because you don't ever hear about like. You don't ever really hear about internal struggles of the city other than a few things from like Hawthorne. Like, there's a question Hawthorne was put in jail, right? Like, Mm -hmm. does she say that? Like, she was actually put in prison because. You know, oh, well, jail's you not that. prison. Okay, you're
1: right. I I Yeah. Uh <laughs> yeah. I just <laughs> want to put out right. like like you can be you can be locked up overnight and still keep your clothes. Like it's not like you're in penitentiary. Yeah.
2: Well no, <laughs> like... that's true. I'm just wondering though, like, we hear about Basically what I'm wondering is, you know, there, there's this great line in, in the show Battlestar Galactica, the the newer one, where he's like, you know there's a reason that you keep the military and the police separate because mm-hmm. one is protecting uh, c- citizens against external uh, threats and the other is internal and
0: when you do combine we... those two you end and up I with fe- uh, and yeah. I feel
2: that's what we have right because there are there are references of like like I think Devrim was a militia mm-hmm. yeah uh, and you know a lot of uh, a lot of uh, apocalyptic um, sci-fi ends up just not, you know. There are no internal conflicts; it's all external. Those aliens, though. Um, <laughs> but either way, like I feel like humanity, a lot of them are going to get just tired of being watched over by guardians, and whether or not they can do anything about that, it's debatable. But at the very least, they can, you know, push us out, not not allow us to be there. Which, I mean, I haven't been there recently. Of you, <laughs> like. No. Uh, yeah, no, the so,
1: last time I was there was when the uh when the traveler was reforming. Was the closest mm-hmm. I think we ever got to the last yeah. city.
2: So, I don't know. I I really do wonder if we're going to have uh yeah, if that's going to be the the future is is fragmenting us out and splitting into different groups and it could definitely make for an interesting story if we did that and then you know, we we built up those allegiances.
1: I would, I would actually, say I would say being expelled from the tower, or for however however they go through it, but let's say for sake of argument, expelled from the tower, and then having three potential places to call home, you know, just because unless they increase the character limit, but you know what I mean, having three potential Mm -hmm. places to call home, I think that would be great, because then every mission you're doing can either have a different end, and you know, I I think there's there is a place in destiny for having like and i know everyone hates that uh you know certain things are lopsided in popularity contests but like having something become canon because that's what most of the community did kind of like what uh Mithrax, uh journey was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. i'm kind of here for that like everyone got to do what they want and got to see what the dialogue would be if if they if they won or like based on how it's going but by the end of the season maybe it's tipping toward this this side so heavily that that's now the narrative
2: yeah, I mean, so if we focusing on a smaller uh, spectrum for a second, for the idea of factions, right? I I always like the idea that each faction had their own, they had their own goals and their own, uh, uh, yeah, they had their own specific way of doing things. And if you signed up with one of them, then you would you would engage destiny in that way. Like uh, a good example, Dead Orbit, maybe. Uh, you get more resources from and experience from doing stuff far away from Earth. The new monarchy is is EDZ Cosmodrome. You do stuff there, you get more XP. I don't know, whatever. Uh, just as a small thing. Mm-hmm. But then you have some kind of either rally or election or the, the story develops in such a way that, okay, look, you may be aligned with Future War Cult, but Dead Orbit's the one in charge right now. So... Mm-hmm. You know, you still have to follow the the overall narrative, but uh, but you're being driven by the yeah by the predilection of of the one faction that is in charge. Uh, I don't know. I, I that's a that's even on a small scale, but I think a large scale there's a lot of room for for going in that as well. I just I we
1: haven't really seen it
2: too much in Destiny. That's the
1: problem. Yeah. And, and and I will say even, even when the faction rallies were here were here, the most you got was a was a banner for a week. In the tower. <laughs> yeah. Like, look at how good you did. Aren't you proud? I, <laughs> I honestly thought that at least the like
2: security guards and the robotic frames would get like little vests or something to be like, Okay, the uh <laughs> i really sad they didn't. Now.
1: now I'm really sad they didn't get little vests. <laughs> I really I mean, was want... it's the
2: closest we have in the game to some kind of political system right um are those factions and the fact that they haven't like built built on that
1: yeah and and they could and i don't know well well Uh, and there and there are other factions that we know aren't at least as far as we know aren't aren't gone in the lore like the the concordant aren't gone they message us back in d1 lysander's cry like he's he's not even dead um, and you know, it wouldn't be the craziest thing for a bunch of people getting expelled from the city to come back to it. I'll put that out there. Uh, well,
2: especially now. I mean, the speaker was the one who yeah. kind of vetoed their, uh, you know, yeah. their involvement. So it's like, well. <laughs> and then brought <laughs> and, in a new it, monarchy. And so many, yeah. Good job. Uh, <laughs> and, and so many, so many instances right now of, uh, of characters taking advantage of the kind of fractured emotions that exist to step in. Right. Um, mm-hmm. th- now would definitely be the perfect time for,
1: for any of them to come back. Uh, oh yeah. Cause if you think about the city, the last city had three branches of government. It had the, it had the Vanguard, it had the consensus and it had the speaker. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and now one of those branches is gone and it's not coming back. Yeah. So now, now you have to consider what does that mean for the government of the last city? Like, do things that the like if if, if there's no longer a need for the speaker, yeah. Uh, as as reported by the lore, then why why should they honor things that the speaker decided?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Change those rules, or ratify, or you mm-hmm. know, take things in a new direction.
1: Hmm. so i oh and it's it's so funny like the the timeline in, in destiny i i the the dialogue i was just getting was about uh, uh osiris being exiled like centuries ago mm. but also amanda holiday was there at the founding of the last city and she is not centuries old though she did get that facelift <sighs> well we all remember that facelift
2: when yeah when was okay i'm
1: trying to remember that <laughs> in d1 not in the, d1 in d1 she got uh her her character got re-rendered yeah I, it I was remember a completely that, completely remember, extra story thing like she did not <laughs> there is no canon facelift i swear
2: no 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 i'm trying to remember when osiris got exiled exactly like wh- i remember because we've gotten some lore about that in the last two years right about mm-hmm. saint and, and osiris so <laughs> they fight in six fronts and then wasn't wasn't Saint Made Vanguard like right after that? Pretty much. And not... then wasn't wasn't he Vanguard for a day before deciding to go crusade against the Fallen and then Osiris became the Vanguard leader?
1: Or was there was a longer um, time frame than that? Am I like I, I thought say, that's how that went. So in the comics when they out, when they outline his uh, expulsion he is he is in the vanguard, and I want to say it's him, Andal Brask, and someone else. I don't remember who the third one is.
0: Wasn't it Tulula at that time in the comics? Well, no, nah, because
1: might... or maybe it was Tulula, but I, st- I still yeah. don't remember who the third one was.
0: Um,
1: yeah, I don't remember. The oh, third uh, Saladin. On. It was Saladin. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's there.
1: Yeah, so that uh and maybe it was Tallulah. I think I think he may be right there. But uh that's the um that's the time frame and it goes from that uh, the Vanguard changes uh in a couple ways uh during the stories as they unfold there. So, I want to say by the end of it, Ikora is who replaces him in I believe what would become the modern Vanguard. I think she was the third member. Of it. Right, and so it goes from so you really go through multiple vanguards during that that time as the story develops. You have the original one with Tallulah Saladin and uh, and um, Tallulah Saladin and oh, I'm blanking. I'm having a mind fart while I while I try to play <laughs> Tallulah Saladin and Osiris, the guy we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Um, to Lula Saladin and Osiris, uh, all the way to what would basically be the vanguard that we encounter as the Guardian back in D one, which is Ikora, Zavala
0: and Cade.
1: Yeah. yeah. So like they go through at least <laughs> that's three hundred vanguards right there.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so I think it's I think it's I think it's kind of fair to say like. I'm starting. I'm starting to wonder if guardians just exist in dog years or something, compared to <laughs> compared to everyone else. Because like the, the and, and then for him to be having been expelled for hundreds of years after that, like how long have how long were they the vanguard? I mean, that I I could
2: believe that they were the vanguard for a very long time. I, I uh, like There's something years. that that pins us down as to when we start. Like when when the guardian is risen, is there like, oh, it's been twenty years. It's a great disaster. Like, is there anything that that puts us in that time frame? Because I don't I don't know if there is. And honestly, like, it wouldn't surprise me if they were the vanguard, the three of them, the classic three, for hundreds of years.
1: But but then you oh, go back can, to like then
2: yeah, because then I guess Amanda Holiday is there. Yeah, like
1: that's that's ooh.
2: Well, actually, ooh, there's a question. If we're going, if we're going off of that, uh, when is the first time in that in that cinematic? So, uh, anybody who's listening, we're talking about the cinematic, I think, where, like, Zavala's little, mm-hmm. uh, like his his lifetime, right? And it's mm-hmm. showing, yeah, um,
0: his his wife and all that, all that jazz.
2: Right. So, when do you first see Amanda Holiday? Because the only the first time I remember seeing her, she's like gazing up at wonder as a ship flies, and they're standing on top of the tower.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well,
2: um, yeah, maybe. I mean, f- first off, the definition of the city.
1: Maybe the tower was one of the last things that was built. Mm-hmm. I I think so because I think I think as possibly part of that cinematic, or at least part of her uh, previous stories with the chaperone. I believe mm. when she gets there it's it's a camp. That that's oh, like it's that's a pretty so big true. camp. Yeah, yeah. That, that
2: breaks the whole of my theory cuz I was going to say well like maybe, you know, Zavala Nikora, and Icora and Cade have been building the city from tents and then toward, you know, after a while, uh mm-hmm. then she shows up, but her family showing up and it's not her great grandmother, it's,
1: it's you know, her mother and her, so. Mhm. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. it's just so, Uh, yeah, because like, as far as we know, human life expectancy like dipped again, although they are all under the traveler all the time, basically. So,
2: yeah, that's another thing, too. I mean, I guess we could excuse some things because triple human lifespan, but also, was that ever, was that ever explained? Is that, is that our lifespan tripled because the power of the. I don't know what UVT radiation, you know, like
1: I always uh, took it, I always took it as a, as like through technology, yeah, through things gleaned just because the traveler's hanging out,
2: right? And I mean, that that makes me wonder like, did someone pull up a spectrograph and go, huh, this thing is emitting on wavelengths I didn't even realize, I will Mm -hmm. use this to invent a dermal regenerator or like you know like how does mm-hmm. how does he
1: exist i i mean i don't know well it's how been asleep it the was, whole time till recently too whereas before yeah. in the golden age it was awake that's true i guess
2: so maybe it and speakers like those who apparently could more closely communicate with it uh predated the city so right, maybe yeah maybe so maybe somebody was like i have an idea for a microwave that cures cancer i don't know where i got that idea but i think it was a dream involving a shiny ball uh (laughs) you know and, and maybe that's how some of the like i don't know there's there's
1: a lot there yeah for sure and it's it's really odd too because the the effects of the traveler seem to be felt by everyone before the traveler is canonically even at earth that is true yeah i remember them talking about that um so it always, yeah like there's
2: okay. there's this like question of it of it being uh yeah of its of its influence like affecting us or affecting earth and it still hasn't even like shown up at earth yet
1: Mm-hmm. yeah because even the guys who uh and it, w- what's really interesting is it has like retrograde effects it doesn't just like start you off from where you are it makes you better based on like how long you're going to live now because even one of those guys who uh one of the scientists that originally encountered um, the traveler on Mars later in a in another Lord card right. remarks yeah, about how said, like I'm I'm like in my eighties now, but I look better than I did in my forties when I met the traveler. Like something like true. that. That's true, I remember him saying that, yeah. Something that might not huh. be the exact time frame. Anyone who like has it up in front of him, I apologize. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I I am reading Ares one right now. <laughs> I dare. will have you know <laughs>
1: Taylor, Taylor, B. This is the lore police. <laughs> a very different YouTube channel that would be. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the
2: time the timeline is always, it's always all over the place, and I I, I don't know. I, I mean, that's that's the issue of trying to look ahead is that we can't even we can't even uh, settle on
0: what's like, already happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> well. And what there's... about a what about a wish list? I mean, we've kind of mentioned some things that we'd like, but like, mm-hmm. you know, you you are now John Bungie. You have ultimate nice. traveler like control of Destiny's future, and you can do anything with technology that you want. What do you want in Destiny?
1: Ooh, okay, okay. I'll play this game. Um, <laughs> per- personally, I would just like just a little more clarity on <gasps> clarity. Yeah, I would just like a little more and they don't need to control the clarity. That's um, not necessarily what I'm after. I would just like a little more like clarity and understanding as to what like what what certain factions as it become more prominent are actually after. And it doesn't have to be like you reveal everything to me in in one sort of James Bond villain sort of way, but mm-hmm. I would I would be very appreciative if for whatever reason i just knew what what's the vex's deal even like why are they <laughs> why why vex <laughs> just why just give me you? i've been fighting them for almost seven years now i just want to even know why they are like yeah. i know like at, at this point we know we kind of have a general idea of like the Fallen. We have a general idea of the cabal even, and we have a general idea of the um of the hive like we we learned a lot about the hive like back in the first game, and we've been fighting these time traveling robot seemingly powered off of you know single celled organisms that they've collected, and we don't even know what the, like why why.
0: Let, let me throw this out though. Oh, do uh, it. The concept of the Vex is that they are such a foreign foreign thing. If we fully understood them, would they even be a threat anymore? Or would we actually have to become them to fully understand the Vex because they are such uh,
2: like <laughs> Okay, come here.
0: <laughs> I know. I know right? <laughs> I'm going to take to the tower. <laughs> but uh, it's it basically boils down to they there's such a a different, different entity that even, even the game basically tells us itself that they're almost impossible for our, our minds to understand because they are based on a, just a different, uh, like, a different type of existence. It's like they exist on a different plane, similar to ours, but it's, it's a little bit different rules.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the, uh, the unknowing aspect like the unknowable aspect of the vex is uh, it's salty. that's one of the that's one of the it's few that you skin. could almost let slide in a way like it it, it is it can be aggravating, right mm-hmm. at least mm-hmm. at least if we yeah, at least if we start to narrow certain things down I mean it took mm-hmm. it took a it took a while to make it more clear in the game that there are kind of factions of vex. Because that 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 confused me in Destiny One before I really got into the lore of like, okay, why are these ones praying and these mm-hmm. ones are not, and that's become more clear I think in the last couple of years. But yeah, definitely that that's always a problem with like what what is Sabathum doing? What does she want? Mm-hmm. What is her status? Um, you know, it's fine to leave certain things open and certain loose threads that you can kind of weave later, or work on later, but. Yeah, clarity of hero-villain situation, limitations. I mean, it's tough because so much of the game is basically just magic. And when you explain magic, it's no longer magic, Exactly. Usually.
1: It's just this it's like, card game that I'm bad at.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just keep getting all the bad cards, that's all. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about you, Bagels? Wish list.
0: Um, well, honestly, I'd like to see just more, like, I I agree with you on a lot of the aspects of, I'd I'd like to see a lot more of just, like, character development. Um, like, and and I know it's difficult, but it's what, what uh, has me so excited about the expanded universe type, type concept, um, where they can actually put together, like, films or books, especially. Like, one of the greatest things about the Halo universe are the books, it's the the game lore itself is, is good. Don't get me wrong, but like if you've ever read Fall of Reach or the First Strike, any of those books, they are phenomenal uh to to like piece together what's going on in the background cuz if you're just playing the game by itself, like I I don't have a clue what's going on half the time in Dude, like even Reach Halo was so, 4.
1: Reach was so hard to understand.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so i i think that's that's going to be one of the biggest advantages of the the expanded universe is that they can build out these individual tales that we currently have no idea what's going on and just basically piecemeal these these stories of like individual humans individual guardians individual individual licksney uh cabal you, you name it you can throw anything like one of the halo books it it follows one of the grunts around for half the book (laughs) and it's (laughs) it's actually wonderful because it gives you insight into how the covenant work it gives you insight so much just into um into a lot of things that the game it it probably couldn't succeed at doing that because you're following a protagonist Mm -hmm. and um so I, I mean, obviously, the game I, w- I want to explore and develop characters as well, and it works very well for similarly aligned characters or uh, main antagonists where you can directly develop their characters in the game, particularly like Zavala, uh, Zebu Wrath, Sabathun, those those types of characters where we know that they have a direction, and they're they'll eventually be, be built upon, but. Uh, um, some of those minor characters are it's, it's going to be pretty hard to build them into the game itself without like taking the time to write out a book, a novel.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's, that's what I hope happens. I, as you were, as you were talking, I was like worried about the possibility of, yeah, we're just going to move all, all oh, no, no, no. development <laughs> and stuff outside of the game. We'll just no. outsource it to our books. But yeah, I mean, that, that is a great opportunity. Uh, film, like the comics, as much as there were issues with them, they did add a lot more. They made certain mm-hmm. things clear. They set things in order. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and even even just Cade's six, like that story of Cade and, and six other kind of mercenaries, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, that kind of makes Forsaken have a bit more context. It's like, mm-hmm. where did these guys come from? Now we know. Um So I I am looking forward to that. But yeah, in game, I'm really happy with how they've been doing seasons. uh, They've been getting more dialogue. Just like just the fact that during season of arrivals, it was almost impossible for you to not know what was happening in the game. And I actually had conversations with people and I found out that they don't ever apparently keep the audio on. But I was like, have you done no subtitles either? Uh, yeah exactly right always subtitles oh, but man. uh i was like the contact public event the dungeon and what was the third thing the weekly story quest i'm like if you do any of those things they're telling you what's happening um and uh the the fact that we've gotten the kind of evolving week to week story with the battleground so far I do worry about momentum. I always worry about momentum with Bungie because it's like, wow, we're getting more than we ever had six month like drought period. Um, you know, but I, uh, yeah, I, I, really hope that we get more of that. And like you said, if you, if even if you need to put certain characters together and only develop them. And I think there's a way that you can kind of put all the characters on separate train tracks that sometimes converge and if you're not actively looking at them, they're still moving forward, right? Mm-hmm. Like the big, the big thing is like Cora, right? They brought up like Cora, and like, oh, you know, we see that you're missing her. She's going to have a part to play next season, and then she's going to have a big part to play in, Witch uh, in Witch Queen. Yep. Well, you could have easily, you could have more easily uh, had her story continuing to move forward, even without writing any more lore for her. Or having Gina Torres like come in and do any dialogue, you like what is Ikora doing? I think in the lore, this season, Ikora has is has is doing two things. She's speaking with, uh, like okay, three things: Saladin slash Saint and uh, Osiris and Savala and uh, Honor, in some of the the lore. She's she's speaking with those characters and. I don't know to what end exactly, but she's keeping, she's keeping on or going. So I said before, I'm like, why not just have her say, look, the responsibilities of the Vanguard are important, but I really feel like I'm losing my connection to what, what's important out there. I'm going to go to the city and I'm going to just do like reparations. I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to basically go and do charity work in the city. Right. Um, and that, that way she's still active in the background and she still feels important. She has a part to play, but it's fine that she's not standing around doing nothing and that she's not, uh, that she's not saying anything. And I just, I think that they could get to a point where most of the characters have had a season at some point or another where they've been relevant. And when they're not a hundred percent relevant, they're still doing something. They're just not in the spotlight. You know, like people are excited about Anna Bray, Rasputin, Ada One, and they're not doing anything in the lore right now. They're they're non-existent for all intents and purposes. And I think I think they could get that. They could get there with all of the major characters. Uh, and that and that's that's one thing I would like to see is that too. Just let me into the last city. Like just <laughs> let me into the last city. You know that let me in dot so meme. Like
1: so close Might we be- were like down there yeah
2: <laughs> yeah i was like digging in the sewers just so i could be closer but <laughs> you know um yeah i i i always i love exploring the the deep crazy ideas uh of destiny but i really also love exploring the the personal stories and i just want more of those i want to meet characters uh who are interesting who I would feel like actually protecting. Maybe go on a rescue mission where we actually rescue someone, because that's
1: kind of <laughs> rare. Uh, oh, dude! You know? Yeah, we we are such cheeks at rescue yeah. missions. It, yeah. We've, so whether you're a new light or an old light, you've successfully rescued one person. <laughs> <laughs> How that is changes, yeah. <laughs> and even if you're a new light, you're still like one for three.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah no, well, I think so that cool. kind of runs out of my steam on yeah. uh, my ideas on the future. I mean, yeah, I don't. I still don't know what they're going to call. I keep. I'm going to call it all kinds of Lightfall Plus One, mm-hmm. light fall plus. Uh, Lightfall Plus, Lightfall One Point Two. Yeah, I'm. Ex- <laughs> I'm excited for all of it, and uh, it. It does seem that they narratively it does seem like they like Bungie is they've always cared about it but it was always i always felt like the lore guy i don't know if i told you this before i always felt like Bungie was a bunch of jocks who had like one guy Mm -hmm. who was in the treasury who they kind of needed but they didn't quite always understand each other and they're like yeah we have this like game we're gonna do it's gonna be shooting it's gonna be jumping around uh, what are you gonna bring to the table? And he's like, I brought this. And he just drops like a million pages of lore, and they're <laughs> like, That's not gonna get in the way of our shooting game, right? No, fine. No,
1: no, uh, it's, uh, it's just a smoothie. <laughs> yeah. So I,
2: I, but it does feel like in the last couple of years that they've really gone. Oh yeah, there is a chance for this to be a looter shooter scooter. Let's uh, let's see how we can make that happen.
0: Yeah, they've really been filling out everything the past couple of years as as far as lore goes. It's it's been. Prior to that, it was kind of a slow trickle, especially like going back to D1, where it was just the Grimoire, and it was like it kind of felt like an add-on at times, the the lore a little bit. But uh, recently, they've they've certainly focused on it, and I I'm extremely grateful for their their focus on um, just even like throwing up web lore. I, Taylor and I text text immediately when that sort of stuff drops. Like get <laughs> on the web page immediately. And... It's I'm always
2: right at my dinner time, and I have to like <laughs> I have to like. Eat dinner, but then kind of surreptitiously look at my phone and not anger my fiancé. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm watching the, the show or I'm eating the, the food. No, I'm, I'm paying attention. Uh, yeah, that's, that's... Muting, muting, all, muting my phone so I don't have people going, Kaz, you were wrong. Look what they just wrote. <laughs> that, is,
1: that is the one thing I'm very happy about having a Spinfoil podcast about uh it's it's we're constantly a, wrong but yeah we, but that's okay we're gonna get out of time. We, we still we still we still gave it our best <laughs> that is that is solid content you can mm-hmm. always fall back on <laughs> oh man well well yeah thanks Th- thank you so much for for hosting us on the stream and being and being a guest on the podcast this is this has been great i've been mm-hmm. having i've been having uh, a lot of fun um you know, I feel like I only tripped up on my words about nine times, which was underneath my twelve times cap <laughs> <laughs> that I had set for myself. So, uh, so yeah, thank you, thank you. This has been this has been a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, and, and cool, cool to do. Definitely a new experience for us. Uh, as you, as you know, as a as a as a you know, friend of the show, we normally do that uh, that private recording so we can edit out all our shenanigans. <laughs> no,
2: I mean, I appreciate making it work. I mean, yeah. cross time zones and, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I'm glad that it could work, right? It's not a format that, that always gels well with podcasting or or just different styles of, of playing. But yeah, we've had some good interaction with chat and it uh, incorporates well anybody listening later. But yeah, you guys are always welcome on the show. And I'm awesome. just really glad that, that podcasts like yours are out there because... There are so many questions. I I I literally send people to specific episodes that you guys have. Usually with the caveat of I don't know if they find an answer on this one, but they're (laughs) about it for about two hours. So you're gonna you're gonna learn something. Yeah, we're we're coming.
1: We're we're uh, you know whenever whenever we have a friend on the show when when it's just Bagels and I, you can you can bet for around like forty five to like maybe like an hour hour and a half. Like kind of time frame, <laughs> but yeah, when when we have the guests on, it's definitely into the uh, into the uh, three of hours at times. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> so... Yeah,
2: I uh, uh, chat. We'll be, uh, be we'll be wow. We'll be throwing up links and stuff to their stuff later, and to those who are listening uh, on the podcast level. Um, yeah, Kaz PhD here. You can find me on Twitch, Kaz underscore PhD or the same thing on twitter and yeah we we like entertaining all kinds of fun uh little theory lore theory uh theorizing and spin foiling as well over here so <laughs> i appreciate being i thank you for letting me on here and for all the flexibility because I did not make it easy, chat uh, and listeners. I, you know, I live six or seven hours away from these guys, and I was like, hey, you want to come on my stream instead of doing it in a nice enclosed environment where you can edit everything? And <laughs>
1: yeah, so uh, mm-hmm. no, thank you very much for that as well. No, this this was cool. This was this was definitely like a nice uh, a nice change of pace. Yeah,
0: we, we appreciate yeah you, know, you having us on because it's it's been a blast, and uh, I I certainly have enjoyed doing. Some, changing th- changing things up a little bit i'll say that
1: much <laughs> absolutely absolutely so so um kaz has been kind enough to uh here in a few minutes uh for those of you who uh aren't regular followers of the show we've been doing an underground uh, sparrow racing league and we're actually going to do the final match right after this recording uh we're gonna Biggles and i are gonna move over to pc with our good friend bladed and they are the two finalists and this will be the final race. Uh, so, if you want to see three laps around a course they've never seen before,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, not
1: seen Sparrow Racing League since uh, it first
2: came out. So, yeah, I'm excited for that.
1: Yeah, this will this will be this will be fun. We're 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 definitely definitely excited by it. Um, and then we'll be uh, we'll be sharing for those of you who uh, strictly listen. We'll be we'll be sharing it on the Twitter uh, the results uh, thereafter. So. You know, with that, everyone, thank you so much for showing out to the stream. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I think, I think at the time of this recording, uh, this will probably come out next week. But uh, yeah, this is this has been fantastic. Thank you guys so much, and uh, you know, all of you out there, all of you uh, here today, uh, thank you. Stay safe, and we'll see you next time.
0: Indeed. Bye. 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 That's the end of this week's topic. But be sure to check out our past and future episodes on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. If you have any questions about this week's topic, want to discuss Destiny Lore with us, or if you just feel like reaching out to us, you can find us on Twitter at Spinfoil Theory, or you can email us via SpinFoilTheory at gmail.com. Thanks for listening!
1: The Lore Network